What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast, where we discuss personal development, finance, health, knowledge, and empowerment. All right, for so today's episode, it's going to be a continuation of uh, part two, if you will, for the last episode of uh, the introduction to credit, uh, welcome to credit. This episode is going to be on trade lines, okay? So what a trade line is, it's a credit account that's listed on your credit report. It's the information, it has the information about the creditor or the lending institution slash bank and the debt that you owe. That's what a trade line is. So essentially, it's whatever accounts that you have on your credit report. You can have primary trade lines. That's going to be accounts where you're the primary account holder, Uh, a credit card that's in your name. You're the primary account holder. Um, a store card that's in your name, you're the primary account holder of that account. A loan that's in your name, you're the primary account holder. So it means you're the one solely responsible for that account. So if that account gets paid on time, if that uh, if your uh, uh, it's because of you. If your utilization is high or low, it's because of you primarily. You know, um, if your you know uh, uh, loan defaults. It's because of you. It's in your name. It's because of you. So that's what a trade line is. And that's really what makes up your account to the point to where the uh, lenders uh, are are willing to lend or give you uh, access to funding based on what trade lines you have on your account. If you have multiple trade lines or different types of trade lines, which is uh, what we discussed in the last episode would be a mix of credit, uh, which is uh, 10% of your score. If you have uh, different different types of trade lines, the, uh, the lenders will see that, hey, this guy or gal knows how to, uh, they have the ability and they have the know-how to repay their debts, or not just any debt, but different types of debts, right? Like, they don't want you to just, if you're someone and you have, all credit cards on your credit profile you're, you're you have an incomplete credit profile okay because they want to see a mix of credit whether it's uh common ones student loans or an auto loan a mortgage home loan uh those type of deals they want to see that mix of credit too, so they can just get an idea of you know well okay you got this going on it's paid on time as supposed to you got that going on it's paid on time it's supposed to be just to kind of show that you know what you're doing and you have multiple bills that are getting paid the way that they're supposed to be paid so just to touch on the different types of trade lines like i said it's the different accounts that are reporting on your report on your credit profile so that's going to either be your installment loans your credit cards your lines of credit uh charge cards uh, your different stores that require you know not require but offer financing you know like best buy uh cons um you know things of that nature or was it uh renter center places like that like they offer the option to finance you know what i'm saying so that those are your different types of trade lines like i said just your those are just everyday accounts right uh we just didn't know that they were called trade lines but that's that's what that is your everyday accounts accounts that's in your name uh the information that's on there if you actually look on your credit report you'll be able to see um the 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 last time you paid your bill you'll be able to see the balance that you carry you'll be able to see your utilization if we're talking about in terms of a credit card you'll be able to see uh how much you owe you'll be able to see when you open that account 
so you can be able to see the average age of that account type of deal. So of different accounts, I mean. So that's that's pretty much how that is. And like I said previously, I'm hoping you guys listen to the last episode because this was a continuation. You, you, you can't get this sauce and feel like you're going to be uh, able to improve your credit score or your credit health or or uh, have a strong enough profile if you don't get the ins and the outs of it, right? You're going to be really cheating yourself, okay? So basically the way trade lines work, and this is going to be where you're going to get that 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 major sauce right there, right? This is where you're going to get that that major, all that juice, all that you know that 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 um what's that called you know that that the things that you need to be able to improve your credit profile this right here this information on trade lines is going to be that that secret little tool that's going to help you get to the next level in your credit journey so the more trade lines you have the better okay let me say that again and people would think, well, see, you, you don't want to, you got good debt and you have bad debt, but then you have controlled credit building and you have just random things on your credit profile, okay? You have to know how to structure your profile in order to get the most out of it, okay? So the more trade lines you have, the better. That's how you get that magical point boost, okay? Every time you get a trade line that reports to your credit, uh, your credit report, Typically, you will see a boost in your credit score, whether it's a 10-point boost, 5-point boost. I've seen people get a 30-point boost from uh, accounts that they've opened, from credit builder accounts, from uh, credit cards uh, that, that people have opened or whatever like that. I've seen it. You know, it's happened to me. I've had uh, things report on my credit report. And uh, I, I got a new credit builder account or something like that, an installment loan. And boom. My credit score jumps 25 points, and then every month thereafter, it's going to go up a point or so, one point to you know, one to three points every month, depending on what you got going on, like for that particular account. Like, like I said, the more accounts you have, the better. You know what I'm saying? If you have multiple accounts. When I first started um, my credit journey, all the accounts that I had open, I, I, I was averaging 30-point credit boost. A boost to my score every month just from the different accounts that I had. I was averaging, like I said, and this is, I've, I've since opened up a few more accounts, but this was like when I was probably around like five uh, trade lines reporting on my credit report, five to seven trade lines reporting. Like I said, I have a few more now, but this is around that time. I was getting like 30 points every single month. So if you want to get the most out of your profile, that's how you do it. The more trade lines, the better, okay? You want to have multiple accounts. You don't want to just sit here and have, uh, like I said, just you might just have installment loans. Or you might just have, which will be your car or your uh, your home or your student loans, whatever like that. Those installments, you pay it in a fixed monthly rate. Those are installments, right? Or you might just have all credit cards or, you know, things of that nature. You don't want to do that because... Like like we said in the last episode, uh, a percentage of your score is going to be average age of accounts, okay? I mean, not average age, I'm sorry. It's going to be the mix of accounts, okay? So we got to understand that if – we got to understand that if – 
10% of your credit score is a credit mix, which are the different types of credit that you have. So lenders can see how you pay, how you handle various debts. If you know and you understand that this is just knowing how to set up your credit profile. This was in the last episode. You're missing some good juice. So if you know how to set up your credit profile, you will know that the more trade lines you have, the different types of trade lines that you have, the better it'll be for you. Okay, that that's what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? The 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 higher mix of credit you have, the more. And this is the key. The higher the mix of credit that you have, the more available credit you'll have. The more on time payments you'll have. The lower the utilization you'll have. You know what I'm saying? For those that are dealing with credit cards, that's beautiful. That's the ripple effect that you have from multiple trade lines. Think about it for a second. If you have multiple trade lines, let's say I have a credit card. I have uh, or, or multiple credit cards. I have multiple installment loans. I have a uh, few charge cards. I have a few items that I'm uh, uh, financing, you know, things of that nature. Maybe my car or whatever like that. I'm paying for it. Um, so... If you have multiple credit cards, multiple trade lines, we're going to start calling them trade lines. If you have multiple trade lines, that means you have more available credit. You have more buying power. You have more uh, stability. If you if you simply only use your credit cards for a rainy day fund, it means you have more stability, more comfortability, more of a safety net, more of a safety harness, you know, that you can kind of uh, uh, leverage and stand on when times do get tough. Um, we've all been in a position where, you you know, you might need some quick cash, right? Whether it's a uh, hundred bucks or a thousand or 10,000, right? We've all been in, in, in a situation like that. So, why not have more options available for you? Now, that doesn't mean for those of you who haven't had gotten your money habits, uh, haven't gotten those down right, who, who's not good. Those of you that aren't bad with money, you might want to, uh, that are bad with money, you might want to start cleaning up your money habits because if you have a bunch of credit cards, you have bad money habits, you will essentially start creating more bills for yourself, which is going to be bad debt. You don't want to go out and get a bunch of liabilities on loan because that's essentially what a credit card is. It's a loan that you can repay at a, you know over time, and you don't want to do that to yourself. Trust me, that's going to be the worst thing you can do. So, like I said, you have more available, uh, um, uh, more uh, safety net options, more available, you know, uh, uh, more. You have more accessibility to capital, would it be, which is you know multiple credit cards. Um, you have more on-time payments if you have. Three credit cards, uh, one installment loan, uh, 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 auto loan, you know, whatever, right? Those are five things that are going to be reporting for you. Uh, uh, those are five things that are going to be reporting for you every month, right? So every single month, you're going to have five on-time payments. Payment history is 35% of your score, okay? If we know that, that means the more credit, the, the more payment history you have, the higher your score will be. If you only have one credit card, a credit card only reports once a month. So if you have one credit card or a loan, they, they all only report once a month. Some do a little bit more. Those will be your um, subprime lenders. Uh, the you know the people that they're, 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 you want to stay away from those when you have poor credit or you're rebuilding credit, you might have to deal with them, but you just need to know the terms and read the terms 
of uh of what you're getting yourself into in order to maximize it you have to start reading these agreements and you have to start making calls to these companies and just kind of getting the most out of it right because if you don't i promise you i promise you you're gonna you're gonna come to a point to where uh uh everything is gonna like it's going to end up hindering you rather than helping you if you don't know the guidelines, if you don't know uh, certain rates, if you don't know certain clauses in these agreements. You ever had, a, um, you know, in, in order to move on to a next screen in the application uh, for maybe, let's say, a credit card or even like when you're signing up for a site or whatever the case may be and they want you to uh, check the box for the user agreement. It's a lot of little fine details and it's a lot of little little hidden gems in those agreements that you wouldn't know unless you read them. I actually was um, with a credit repair company uh, recently getting my credit repaired a little bit and um, they had they had an, uh, an agreement to where, you know, if uh, I believe like in the first 30 days, 60 days, you could get your money back. Uh, if you didn't like the service or whatever, but the only way you can get that money back is if you submitted like uh, certain documents, like I think it was like, your ID and uh, something else, you know, so they could verify your identity or whatever. But if you would have never read it, it, I'm pretty sure it happened to a lot of people that didn't read the agreement. They're like, oh yeah, we seen that you give money back if you're not satisfied, or we seen you get money back in you know certain criteria or something like that. And then what they'll say is. Well, yeah, uh, we we do typically give, we will give your money back if you meet the criteria. Uh, it was in the the, the user agreement, uh, the, you know, the agreement to to sign on with us. You checked that box, you signed your signature on it. This was this information was in there presented to you, but because you didn't read it, because you don't want to take the five minutes or ten minutes out of your day to read that agreement you're not able to get the most out of it. it's the same with these credit cards man same with these loans that you get from these financial institutions they'll sit there and put so much fine print in there they'll, they'll tell you how much they're going to charge you they'll tell you that, that they'll, they'll essentially let you know hey i'm going to charge your arm and leg for this so hey i'm going to report your, your your activity to the credit bureaus two times a month for hey i'm going to do this this that or the other and you won't even know because you didn't take the time out to read it so getting back on top so you got more on-time payments like i said that's 35 percent of your score the more things you have reporting the better okay so if you know that uh payment history 35 percent of your score and if you listen to the last episode where i told you how the cards report uh and in the you know the percentage of your on-time payments that you need to have to be in good standing with the credit bureaus you would know what i'm talking about so more available credit um for these credit cards, that's going to be a, a lower utilization, okay? So if you got more uh, credit available to you, more funds available to you when you're dealing with credit, that means your utilization naturally goes down. If I have, right now, let's say I have a credit card with $1,000 of it, and I'm using uh, uh, 500 of that 1000 at that point, I'll be at a 50% utilization, okay? Now, let's say I add another credit card, with a thousand dollars and i haven't used a penny of it well now my total available credit just went up to two thousand dollars so now i'm only using uh uh 500 
out of $2,000, and that'll put me at a 25% utilization, which essentially just put me from a high credit utilization to a, a fair credit utilization. You see how that works? So the more you have, the better it is for you. That's the, that, that's how that works. It's beautiful. And, and if you know these things, if you know which things, which accounts to get, how to get them, when to get them, things of that nature, it makes it um, that much more beneficial for you. Okay? So if you if you know which accounts to get or which, I'm sorry, which trade lines to get, and if you know when to get them, like I said, basically you can turbocharge your credit profile. You know, you can you can turbocharge your credit profile. That's what people won't tell you. Okay, I will though. So anyone that's, that that listens to me, I'm gonna say just reach out to me. I can teach you how to turbocharge your credit profile. Like I said, I had certain accounts where as soon as it hit my account, thirty points here, boom. 20 points here, boom, 10 points. Like, as soon as it hit, as soon as they, that company reported that I opened an account with them, my credit score shot through the roof. I, I BS you guys not. My credit score went up 200 points in about seven to eight months. The first month, the first three months, my credit score went up 100, like 150 we were like 125, 125 to 150 the first three. Months. Like it was, it was crazy how fast my credit score was rapidly increasing because of the things that I was doing and 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 the times that I was doing and how I was structuring my credit profile. I was doing things to put my credit profile into the proper perspective to where these lenders and these credit bureaus were were. It was to their liking. You, you, in, in order to win the game, you have to know how to play. I know how to play. And, and if you listen to these, these podcasts, you'll learn how to play. Okay? So you have to know which accounts to get. Like you can't just – don't get me wrong. They have – you have to know which accounts are reporting to which bureaus. You have to know which of your credit bureau, like which one of your profiles for which one of your credit bureaus are the weakest. Mine, my, my weakest uh, credit bureau is my, my lowest credit score. I'm going to say is going to be uh, Equifax. We talked about this in the last episode, the, 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 those principles of your life, uh, the, the life principles, which are the credit bureaus, the big three, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Like, you got to go back and listen. But anyway, so my weakest score, my weakest profile is going to be on Equifax. It gives me a hard time. It fluctuates, and it is annoying. But if you know what – if you know which trade lines to get and the reasons to get them and, and, and when to get them, then you you can offset that. Or you can at least um, kind of put your lowest – profile or any profile on steroids essentially will be what you're doing um i got to the point to where i was like i I didn't even mind if a certain account didn't because you want your accounts to report to all three credit bureaus i got to the point to where i didn't even mind if a uh uh, account or a trade line i'm sorry i didn't even mind if a trade line reported to all three of them or if it just reported to two of them or if it just reported to that one because that one was going to be equifax because i need to get this one through the roof right i needed to catch back up with these other two and that's the beauty of knowing the ins and outs of credit because you understand like hey i need to get this account in order or or this uh uh 
credit credit the this credit bureau. I need to get my uh credit profile with this credit bureau in order. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing the different things about uh trade lines and how they work and the ins and outs of them, you'll understand, hey, I can get the most out of it now. You know what I'm saying? You you'll be able to when you can turbocharge your credit profile, put it like this. If you have any big purchases you want to make, you want to get a car with a, like, actually a good, like, a, a, what's that called? Either no down payment or a low down payment or and with low monthly payments. And trust me, you're going to want to know how to structure your credit profile. If you want to get good interest rates on credit cards, on loans and things of that nature. Because loan, I mean, uh, interest kills you, I promise you. I've seen it recently. Uh, you apply for you you can apply for a loan and and these creditors these lenders will charge you the same amount in interest as they will for the for the uh, the principal of the loan the total amount of loan that's crazy why well, if i go get a, a loan for $1000 and i go pay $1000 in interest i'm losing okay you got to pay double the amount just to get that amount that's crazy that means you pay, you paying an enormous amount in interest on a monthly basis and the more that you uh, borrow, the, the 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 more that you pay. That's how it works. So they put an interest on the total amount. That's scary. But if you know how to set up your credit profile, if you know how to which accounts to have on there, if you know what you need to do, when you need to do it, and how you need to do it, in order to get the most out of your credit profile, you can go from being someone who's and I can attest to this because this is this this was me at one point. You can go from being someone who can only get qualified for a card with $300 or you need to get a secure credit card because no one will lend to you and, and your uh, APR, uh, annual percentage rate, which is the uh, interest on there, uh, end up being the max is like 35 or end up being 29.99, which is still crazy high. Or you can go from being someone, you can go from being someone with that to, okay, now you're getting five grand on a credit card. Now you're getting loans for 10000 instead of that, oh, I can offer you uh, six hundred dollars today. What are you gonna do with six hundred dollars? You need it. You need it. You need it seven to get your house in order, or to pay your bills, or to consolidate your debts. And they only offering you six hundred dollars. What is that gonna do for you? <laughs> you know. And then at the interest rates, it'll be crazy. So you'll go from getting uh, six hundred dollar loans. Uh, in, in see, in certain people's cases, they can only qualify for payday loans. Those are killers. That's gonna take you down. One, you got to pay hundreds of dollars every two weeks. Come on now. If you couldn't afford to live your life uh, before you got to pay that loan, what makes you think you're going to be able to live, afford to live your life after? Because you're going to end up having to pay, what, 300 back every two weeks, 400 back every time you get paid just to uh, uh, satisfy the lender that you got the money from. That's crazy. But if your credit score is right, if your credit profile is set right, then life is at no hassle to you. You pay the lowest monthly payments. You pay the lowest in interest. And you're doing all of that with a short term on it. I've seen things where people would do uh, 60 months at 35% interest. That's crazy. Yeah, your payments would be like 180 bucks or 150 bucks, some of that nature, or 70 bucks a month. You think that you're winning because you're not paying. It's not that much. For this amount of money they give me, I'm not paying that much. But... Over the course of five years, that's where that interest is going to kill you because guess what? If you're only paying 150 a, a month, the way that these creditors do it, they actually have it to where uh, uh, 
the they have it structured to where a percentage goes to interest and then another percentage goes to the principal. So if you have super high interest rates, essentially you'll be paying the majority of your money towards the interest and only like a certain percentage of a very small percentage of it towards the principal. If you're paying 90% of your cost towards interest and 10% towards the principal, it's going to take you that five-year, six-year term that they're giving you that 60 months in order to pay that off. But if you know how interest work, you know that if you pay $50 extra, $75 extra, $100 extra, you'll be paying on the principal with that extra funds. You have to know these things, okay? You have to know how money works. You have to know how how borrowing money works you know you have to know about these things in order to be successful um so that those are things that people won't tell you okay i'll tell you i'll let you know i love to help i love to give back i love to give uh that secret sauce and you know just kind of help people get in a better position um people won't tell you these things because i mean it's just information that people get and they keep it to themselves. You know, they're, they're not looking. It's not like that. It's, it can possibly even be chances that they don't mind helping. They just choose not to. And me, I'm the opposite. I choose to. So that's the difference between that. Uh, uh, another thing on trade lines, you can have age trade lines. Okay. Here's another bit of information. Here's some more secret sauce. Here's another golden nugget right here. Okay. So age trade lines are open lines of credit that have been in good standing for long periods of time. Typically, and we talked about this on the last podcast, you got to go tune back in, Any, typically over seven years. If you have an account that's over seven years old, then that means you have uh, excellent what the, what the creditors, what the credit bureaus deem uh, excellent age of account. And I'm not going to go back into details. You need to listen to the last episode. So if your account is over seven years old, then that means your rating for your age of account, it's going to be excellent, okay? So that's what an age trade line is. It's an open line of credit that has been in good standing. That's the thing, good standing. Don't get me wrong. You can, have, you can still have an age trade line um, that's, that's not in good standing. It's just the only thing about it is, um, I mean, <laughs> you don't get the, like, it doesn't weigh as heavy on your profile as uh, one in good standing. Come on now. Just think about it. Good versus bad. Anything that's good will outweigh anything that's bad. That's in life. That's in finance. That's in business. That's in everywhere, you know, especially in the, in the, credit, in the world of credit. So those age trade lines, you want to make sure they're in good standing. What that means is exceptional, not just good, not just fair, exceptional payment history, exceptional utilization, you know, exceptional uh, uh, average age of account. That type of deal. That's what a that's what a, that's what a good uh, age trade line is. Okay, and like I said, we already know what a, a trade line is. Just an account that's you know on your credit profile. Uh, you have a primary trade line, or you can have what they call authorized user trade lines. Okay, those are another age trade line, but it's not a primary account. It's an account in someone else's name. Okay, it's someone else's credit card which is a trade line, quote, unquote, that has good standing history and utilization, okay? That's what, that's what an authorized user is. If you, if you know about authorized users, you know that 
people buy them or sell them now. But let's say you have a family member who's had a credit card for 10 years, always made every payment, doesn't use that much of the money, and they have $20,000 on that bad boy. Well, guess what? They can add you as a user of that of that credit card. And what happened is their payment history, their age of that account, that their utilization that they've had for 10 years with that total available credit, that $20,000 that they have on their credit card, it'll all reflect on your credit report, okay? That's called piggybacking. That's what they call piggybacking. It's just basically reflecting activity, okay? It's reflecting their all of their activity from over the years, whether it's 10 years, 7 years, 20 years, 30 years. It's reflecting all of their activity onto your credit report, and it can give you a massive point boost, okay? Because what happens is it makes it look like you have access to higher limits. It looks like you have access to lower utilization and longer credit history. That's a major game changer. Okay, I've seen people get authorized users added to their report and their credit score shoots up between 65 and 150 points instantly not as soon as they put you on there but as soon as their card reports their next activity as soon as their card reports uh uh to their next statement balance to the credit bureaus which they do once a month it's certain different lenders have different uh, uh days of the month that they report they all report once a month if you have someone in your family a mother or aunt a father a grandfather whoever they have a, a credit card that's been in good standing with exceptional history that you know for a fact, and and, and you know that they don't plan on making, they don't plan on misusing that card either, because you don't want it, because it can also hurt your score if you if you're an authorized user on someone's card and they uh they don't take care of, they have high utilization, they miss payments and things of that nature, you can actually hurt your credit score like that, but. Like I said, it can help you out. You can get a 65-point boost. Like I said, this is someone you trust that you know is going to be able to, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, keep up with everything. And, man, it can do wonders for your credit score instantly to where as soon as that information reports, you can go get a car with zero down and uh, $250 a month payments. Or you can go get that home you've always wanted but you just didn't quite qualify for. You can go get you a loan to consolidate your debt with good at good interest rate with, at, with a high limit. You can go get uh, a few good credit cards that you didn't have access to because that aged good history is reflecting on your credit report. It's making you look good. Okay. It's making you look good, that, that, that longer-standing history, which is 15% of your score, that, that longer-standing payment history, which is 35% of your score, that longer-standing utilization, good utilization, which is 30% of your score. So essentially with the age trade line, what you're doing is you're getting, what's that, 65? You're getting 80% of your score. You're, you're turbocharging 80% of your, to- your total credit score. You've essentially put 80% of your credit score on steroids. When you got that age trade line, you put 80% of your credit profile on steroids. That's what you did, okay? So, I mean, it sounds good to me. I mean, hey, if you know how and which trade lines to get, and if you know how to increase your credit score if you know how to maintain you can't just do these things get a bunch of accounts or get authorized user accounts or trade lines and stuff like that and just expect 
you're going to get a boost, but you have to maintain them. You have to do it in the credit world. What credit opened my eyes to is adulting. You have to pay these bills on time. You can't pay them when you're good and ready. You can't pay them uh, uh, when you get paid again. No, you have to pay them when they're due. And if you're smart, you'll pay them in full. Okay? So that's the real sauce right there. More trade lines. In age trade lines, that's going to turn you up. It's going to turn your credit score through the roof. More trade lines, which is more accounts, which is higher available credit, lower utilization, uh, a more mix of a more mix of credit. That's what that is. Primary uh, or, or authorized user accounts, which are not primary accounts. They're someone else's primary account, but they, their activity reflects on your credit profile. That means longer payment history. That means longer uh, times with low, low utilization. That means longer uh, age of account. Those things will turbocharge your credit report. You can get massive point boostings. If you do either one of those, if you do both, you're going to be golden. But if you, if you can get those primary trade lines, those accounts in your name, and you know how to do it like I do, it can be at little to no cost to you. I'm talking about 100 to $150 a month to be able to get uh, instant uh, 100 points in three months. Okay, that's how you do it. For more information, uh, uh, please feel free to leave. I believe you can leave voice messages on here. Leave me a voice message. Uh, uh, if you're getting this via Facebook or Twitter, please leave me a direct message. I'm here to help. I'm here to assist. I'm here to aid. You can have better credit health and you can have better credit history. And you've been rocking with the Cash Flow President. This is the Cash Flow President Podcast. Until next time, everybody. Peace.